Thanks for tuning into the Realtor Moms podcast. We are Tasha and Jamie, full-time realtors and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive. So Jamie has challenged me to to what I think are the top 10 items that my clients should be looking for when we have started to look through homes. So keep in mind, this is after me and Jamie, when we're working with our clients, we're given an idea of what they're looking at and what they're looking for. And so beds, baths, price of home. And then the other items while we're actually looking at properties, the things that we need to keep an eye on and uh, look at and our clients to look at when they're taking a look. Right. Thinking that uh, when you walk into a house as a first-time home buyer, or maybe this is the 40th time you've bought a house, what are the kinds of things that we might suggest that you keep an eye on while you're walking around? Okay. So we each wrote a list. We have not shown each other our list, and now we're going to go over them. And see okay. if we've got anything in common. All right. Okay, Tasha, you go with your first one first. My first one... And just and because, not in order of importance. Not in order of importance. <laughs> but the first one I put down is the roof oh, and the age of the roof. That was my number two. That was my <laughs> that number was two. That was number one because I've been through many situations where my clients loved a home, mm-hmm. but then here is a roof that is needing replacement and more times totally. than not. So that was number one on my list. Perfect. What's and my num- That was my number two. My number one was windows. <laughs> they get looked through, but they don't get looked at and they are expensive to replace. And sometimes they get uh, overestimated as far as you know, how good they are or how poor they are, but it's definitely something worth looking at. Okay, next, Tasha, what's your number two? Well, actually, number two and three are specials and taxes. They, I mean, just that cost can really make a difference on what your monthly payment is. So really, each house can be different. There's people that 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 cost will really play into what they can and cannot afford. Yeah. What was your number two? Well, my number two was roof and siding. Well, siding and roof. (laughs) Siding and roof. Siding and roof. (laughs) My number three was also specials, though, because a lot of people don't realize that um, the amount of payment made towards that special assessments can bump you into an entirely different purchase level um, or price range depending on how high or low those specials are so also super important uh what do you got next Next, I had kind of area of town because uh-huh. one thing yep. you can never change is location. And especially yep. when people are starting to look, uh, some people may have a, they may know exactly where they want to be or other people, they need to explore areas and get a feel for yep. different neighborhoods and different areas before they can really decide what is the right fit and what's not. Oddly enough, I also wrote neighborhood for number four. <laughs> and I just wanted to add, don't go looking at houses at night. You really can't see what the neighborhood is like at night. You might miss out on some of the attributes that you would otherwise enjoy. So go during the day and yes, neighborhood, hugely important. What's next? Number five on my list is kind of that layout, beds, baths. Uh Some people, they, like me, wanted four bedrooms upstairs so all my kids were on the same level. Other people, they want to put their kids in the basement or want their kids in the lower level. So layout really is (laughs) an important factor. And sometimes you don't get a real good feeling for that layout until you're looking in the home. Yep, totally. I actually had that down too. (laughs) Um, Not as number five, but as my number seven, room layout and location. And if it's not necessarily perfect for right now, also keep in mind your future plans future plans for family growth future plans for kids moving out parents moving in having a roommate uh whatever whatever fits in your uh, future plans perfect very cool what was your next one on uh, the list? my next one was actually more for the rural property buyers water pressure and taste When you're on a well system, or even sometimes if you're in an in-town property, uh, maybe it's a little bit older home, test the water pressure, taste the water. 
There you go. Yeah. The next one on my list was property condition. Uh Um, Some homes they've been lived in tough. Some homes are in impeccable condition. And really, you need to take a look at those items because that will also give you a feel of what should be updated or not updated. And that condition really can play a factor into how much work you may need to be putting into the home in the future. Yep. So... Awesome. I had wrote um, my number eight. I'm skipping number six. I had written down for number eight, can I reasonably remodel, which I think is right along the same lines. Mm -hmm. If it's been, you know, a a lived-in home and you want something that you can put your own personal touch in, that might be a great way to save some money on the purchase and then invest some uh, cash and equity into making the home your own. Um, And kind of along that same lines, (laughs) I love finding old carpet. The older, the better, because this isn't always true. But what I think of when I see old carpet in a home and in an older home, obviously, is that it's probably been pretty well maintained. It's probably never been, you know, submerged in water. It's probably never been soaked in, you know, um, kids pop or animal uh, trailings. <laughs> it's probably been cared for. And who knows so. what's under that carpet? Yeah. Depending yeah. on the age of, of the home. It's not, it's not an easy decision maker that the house has been perfectly cared for. But I think when I see a home that's in good condition with old carpet that, you know what, it's probably, uh, it's probably been cared for really, really well. Perfect. So, yeah. Well, the number seven on my list is the garage. I'm throwing one out there for the men out here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because the garage. Or the handy oh, ladies. Or the handy ladies. Or the handy ladies, of course. But, you know, we always kind of joke, but what sells homes is kitchens and baths. But we can't forget about the men because mm-hmm. that garage space, if you can fit that full-size pickup with the full box in that yeah. garage, is, you know, how is that space going to work? Especially if it point. doesn't have a storage shed. Know and the you... length of your vehicle. Exactly. You're going to drive those huge Yukons. You have to know how long they are and if they will fit in the garage. I have literally <laughs> sat outside homes with a tape measure mm-hmm. with the husband measuring the, the length Absolutely. of their vehicle. Um, but it, it that is important because if you think about storing that snowblower, let's not kid ourselves in North Dakota, you need a snow snowblower. Is it yep. eventually becomes a need and a lawnmower in the summertime. Lawnmower in the summertime. The That's very so true. So definitely, especially teenagers with you know cars. You know, at the end of the day, it's just nice to have that garage space and what is going to be needed for your family. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I didn't have garage space, but on number nine, I put yard space, and I kind of went the was, other way. Did that was my one? number eight. Ah, nice, <laughs> nice. I I kind of wanted to point it out in either fashion. Some people will say, "Well, I got to have." a big yard and you drill down to why do you want the bigger yard because you spend every weekend at the lake and you work 23 hours a day and you come to find out that maybe they don't necessarily want the bigger yard they just want space away from the neighbors or a little different orientation so they're not looking right into a neighbor's window when they look out their own backyard or their own back window so uh yard space uh, is is one thing but it's kind of Do you really need it? And do you really have time and the want to care for it? Perfect. And what one was that on your list? That was my number nine. And we've covered all of mine except number 10. But what do we miss? I have number nine. I uh, have the inclusions and exclusions. Uh, Sometimes it's it's nice to know. Is the washer and dryer staying or not? What about the appliances? Will that beer fridge in the garage be staying or not? You know, (laughs) generally speaking, we don't. Swing set. Swing set. Sandbox. I had a deal fall apart over a rainbow play system. Oh, my gosh. I did. I really did. (laughs) But I have to, you know, it's important. Those inclusions and exclusions, it's nice to know what is included and what's not. And so that's one thing I 
talk about in each of the homes with all my clients. So now we're down to number 10. My last one. (laughs) My last one is uniqueness. Uh, What makes it uniquely appeal to you? Because there's a chance that you might not stay there forever. Obviously, it should be very well suited for your needs in the present time. But what is something that will stand out so that it will help you sell the house when it turn when it comes time to turn that house around and sell it again? What's unique about it? What'll make it stand out? Okay, and my number 10 is, and this really has more to do with me, with my clients, but how much can the price be negotiated? That mm-hmm. is one thing that I bring up with my clients. You know, how much do I think we can negotiate the price down and w- how much I can get for them in seller paid closing costs? Um, that is one thing I do bring up. And it's one thing that I talk about quite a bit with my clients. So that was my number 10. Sure. So here we have kind of a good list. Yeah, that's a really good list. I am surprised that we have as many in common the same <laughs> as, as we do because we honestly did not compare notes before this. We wanted to see organically what, what came up on the top off the top of our heads for what we were how we were working with buyers. So, we yeah, hope well, that's uh, helpful for you. And if you have any questions, you know, feel free to look at our webpage. Reach out. Thank you for listening. Replay or hear more episodes at realtormomspodcast.com and follow us on Instagram with hashtag realtormomspodcast. This podcast is produced by Jamie R. Swenson and Tasha Barrett of Park Company Realtors, 28 North 10th Street, Fargo, North Dakota, 58102.